Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode. Hey, guess what? Before we get into it, you might have heard, I am drafted to the two Ramagpies as a part of the Carlton Draft. I'm going to be playing a game, dominating, kicking six, and then resetting at quarter time. For the first time in Carlton Draft history, one lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT, Erin Phillips, to play as a wild card. How bloody good's that? If you want to enter this now to get her down to your football club, visit thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com.au. 18 plus, drink responsibly. KO's got you covered this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. Wow, in the AFL this week, there are some huge games. Collingwood versus Adelaide, live with no ad break during play, exclusive in Victoria. Giants versus Bulldogs. Oh, I remember that game. I think it was 2016 at Giants Stadium to get the Bulldogs into the grand final. I will never forget that one. Live with no ad breaks free during play. Exclusive in Victoria. And Essendon versus North Melbourne. Jeez, that's the old Ben McKay Cup. Exclusive to Fox Footy. Available on KO. Don't forget those NBA playoffs. They are dominating at the moment. It is just getting bigger and better than ever. Watch every game of both Eastern and Western Conferences finals live with ESPN on KO. There's plenty of room for everyone, no matter what you want to watch. So get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. G'day, guys. Welcome back to Dylan Friends. Uh, exciting, very, very exciting. Quite a funny episode this week um, and a very serious episode too, mind you. It had a bit of everything in there with a really cool, really, really cool person and someone who I'd like to call a good friend of mine now, Alady Pullen. Alady and I met uh, a while back when I, funnily enough, a crazy story that I actually tell in this podcast is when I went to the Mick Fanning Golf Day after doing the podcast with Ali Day then Ali, myself, and Alady played golf at the at the Mick Fanning Golf Day where we met the Lululemon team. And now Alady and I were doing a Lululemon event together and she came down to come on the podcast. So it's just like a full circle crazy thing um, that popped up. But yeah, through that, we've just crossed over a heap and love what she's doing. She's an absolute superstar, incredibly funny um, person. She's a podcaster uh, with her own podcast called Darling Shine, which she does with Chloe Fisher. And they absolutely dominate. And like genuinely from this episode, I've never had so many of like the females in my life message me about catching up with Elodie. They were like, how the fuck do you know Elodie? She's so much cooler than you. Um, she's a star. So yeah, I think any girls out there obviously know Elodie is for the guys. She's an absolute champion. Um, she's got an incredible story and a, a really incredible outlook on life. Um, she tragically lost her her partner, Chumpy Pullen, um, a few years back. And they've got a beautiful daughter together that, uh, you know, is a lot of her life now and an incredibly cool um, little girl as well, which is really cool. So, yeah, hope that you enjoy this pod. I know you will. There's so much in it. And, um, yeah, can't thank Elodie enough and Lululemon for putting this one on. Thanks. Hi, fam. It's Dylan's mum, Deborah. This is Dylan Friend. He gives you a back rub and says, you know, you're going well, Brian. Oh, special. Get comfortable, uncomfortable. Mm. Just keep showing up and find a way. Cam was so nervous he couldn't swallow water. Carrying a sheet of paper with six names and said, Chief, we've got to cut these six blokes. Wow, shut up. I've just been barbed by a stingray, mate. I'm just yelling at him, you saved my life, you saved my life, you saved my life. Thank you, thank you. I spent the last, I think it was a couple of weeks in jail. The deepest, darkest moments often bring about our biggest highs. Are we recording? Okay, we're on. Like literally when I was at school doing like a history presentation or something, I would be proper like figuring out how I could be sick that day and not go, not do my presentation, like dying. Were you good at school? No, I wasn't very studious at all, but like loved going for my friends. But just 
and even even that I had such like great friends at school but would just be so nervous if I had to speak in front like stand up and present in front of my mates. Who are my mates? How weird's that? It but is I would weird. just fucking freak. I only get like nervous when I'm talking about things I really care about. Like if it's something like I'm you know, for example, like you talk about your mum or your dad yeah. or something. Like that's when I like get the frog in the throat. That's the only time I get nervous. But if it's just like talking, I'm okay. My friend the other day was like, I did like this other little presentation or like kind of like an interview but on stage mm. and she's like, how do you do that? I, I don't know how you do that. I'm like, they're asking me personal questions about myself. It's so easy. I know the answer. When it's like something I care about or that I'm invested in or like it's, you know, me or my life, that is so easy. But she's like, I couldn't. Ne- like she was presenting for the the thing that day and like had to fully go and learn shit and then go and present like for this brand and I was like that would be 10 times harder I would hate to do that and she's like no nah, I would hate to get personal really yeah how yeah I'm a, I'm a classic oversharer I'm trying to like Same. get better at that to be honest because <laughs> it makes people uncomfortable I this think, is sometimes. gonna be rogue yeah it's gonna be fucked up <laughs> I um made out with my shower as a kid I used to like practice <laughs> kissing <laughs> so I used to like oh, practice yeah, kissing no, we all did that. Yeah, good are you kidding you go, thank god yeah, but so I people always like, like oh I never did that yes you did I used to practice kissing my shower there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I would pra- – Like, <laughs> I definitely remember, like, me and my friends when we were I'm not really- saying, like, getting handsy with the shit. I'm just no, saying, yeah. like, I would just practice, like, the mouth. I'm in imagining <laughs> you, like, with, like, the shower hose, like, fondling no, the no, whole no, thing. No, I didn't do the hose. No, not the hose. Yeah, just the okay. glass. And yeah, no, I-, I would just, like, hook up with the arms. Yeah, I was just hooking like, up with the shower. The, the tiles. Exactly. You just need to yeah. practice this to work As out. As if everyone did that. We all did that, guys, Yeah. Everyone did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the hand. You're talking the hand. Okay, cool. Um, Ellie, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you, Dill. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> We're going to um, talk heaps of stuff today, but I thought that was a good one to start just because it annoys me when people admit, like, you just got to admit the weird shit you did. You know, it's cool. That's we okay. all do weird shit. We do this weird is shit. weird me even being here because I swear you only interview athletes. So I'm like, what is Not going at all. on? No, I'm scared. Are boring as shit. I, I actually <laughs> think that um, that's a lot. I think that athletes. You already said you're not woo-woo, and I'm going to annoy you today because okay. I go way too deep into Let's weird get things. Woo-woo. But I think athletes aren't necessary athletes. I think athletes are anyone who competes, anyone who has a crack at life. That's like athletic in any sense. It's like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, and do you feel that you have to be born with that like no, that gift or no. you can really teach it or well, What you were it? just saying before, like about what you do now, which is inspire millions and millions mm. of people, you're probably living a life that you never thought you would. Like, did you ever think you'd be doing what you're doing? Fuck no, no, yeah. no, 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 no way. Um, I think you learn it through experience. Yeah, I think, I think like what the biggest thing I've learned through everything that's happened to me is just like never say never, and you just have no idea what you're capable of when shit hits the fan. You just start doing weird things, and like, I was just in such like shock and this weird like state where I was running on adrenaline and just like on autopilot for so long, and like I started my podcast with my best friend Chloe. Mm. And started doing stuff like this that I would never, ever, ever do in that state. And I was never scared because I was just in this weird, like, honestly, my brain was just, I think I dissociated so much from, like, what had happened to my life. And that's my partner, Chumpy, passing away. And then just kept so busy and started doing all this other weird shit that, like, any anyone would tell me to do stuff. Like, let's start a podcast. I'd be like, fuck, all right, let's yeah. do it. And it's like... The pennies finally dropped like in the last year and I've finally come back down to earth and I'm like, 
oh my god like I get so nervous to get on and talk to her and do our podcast and do those normal things that I have been doing on autopilot for the last like few years how weird is that that's interesting so you reckon you went through a bit of like a, a flow state yeah oh a hundred percent yeah, 100%. yeah. yeah. I, like, I think that like not to never ever comparing situations but like in my I, I reckon I went through something like that similar to where I was like this young guy, super self-conscious and just cared what everyone thought about me. And then all of a sudden, I got like sacked from this job of being footy. And I was like, just realized that no one fucking cared anymore. And like anything, anything that I ever thought about someone just didn't matter. No. And you just like drop your barriers and you're just like, I can actually do whatever the fuck I want. It's the best feeling, isn't it? Because people I'd... are fucking idiots. Yeah. Like including us. Well, me. I'm not saying you're an idiot, but no, you know, I'm, like everyone's I'm just a so fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent. I've done the dumbest shit, the most embarrassing things. I what don't think it? I just speak like I'm definitely an idiot. But giving no fucks is the best thing. Yeah, I don't want to ask you what the dumbest thing you've ever done is, but I'm actually sort of like I don't intrigued even know. Now. I don't know. There's too many things. <laughs> I'm sort of intrigued. No, nah, I couldn't tell okay, you. Okay, maybe like, maybe tonight I'll, we're going for dinner after friends. this. So yeah, we'll do yeah. That. Hey, we met. Um, probably three months ago, maybe six months ago. That now. was so fun. Such a you fun You just day. had your baby. Just, or had you just... I just had my baby. Yeah. And this actually takes me... This ha- This is what happens when you don't... You take risks and you give it a crack. I remember I did a podcast with um, Ali Day, who's... Yeah, Lulu, he's epic. Such a cool guy. Was that before the golf day or that after? That was like it? two days before, right? So what happened was... Weird. I did this podcast. He was in Melbourne. Mm. And he's like, I'm going to the Mick Fanning golf day on the weekend. I was like, man, I'd love to come to that. Oh, you weren't invited? I was not invited. No way. I thought you'd be bloody VIP first on the list. No, I wasn't invited. And anyway, Ali, Ali's um, emailed M and was like, M, I'm just like with Dill, like, do we have a spot left um, in the golf day? And she's like, yeah, okay, like if you can come tomorrow, like you you can do it. And I was like, I'm coming. Flew up there that morning. So fun. I met you guys. So worth it. Met the whole Lulu team, had the coolest day. Like it was an awesome team. day. We, we had an awesome day. Um, met like twenty new friends, and you know now hosting a movement for change event with you with Lululemon now. Like I've just, it not only has it fulfilled my life like with friends, but like work um, values everything. Fully. And you just, if you don't do that shit, you don't. You know. Like, imagine how many times if you didn't be, say yes to that. And imagine if because we were just talking, we were just like off air having yeah. a chat about how our two mu- mutual friends. Have a like now together after going to that golf day and my my mate was a hundred percent never going to go. It was like a one percent chance yeah. that she randomly came that day and you had a posse of like we had so many people on our team. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like inviting me <laughs> means like inviting like me and ten of my friends because my friends are freaks. They just want to come to everything. <laughs> yeah, it and was people cool. on the Gold Coast don't work that much. No, they just I don't know what they do up there. They just I moved up there and I was like, why the fuck is everyone? Like, do, do you guys not work? What's going on? They just always want to have fun all day, every day. So they were like, golf day on a Tuesday, I'm there. It was a cool day. So are you not from the Gold Coast? No, I'm from Sydney. Wow. Grew up in Sydney in Narrabeam. And then Chumpy and I moved to the Gold Coast when, yeah, hey, I was probably like 26. Yeah. Where did you guys we, meet? We met at my best friend, Laura Enever's, um, do you know Laura? No. At her, she's a surfer, so her and Chump knew each other just through athlete shit. Mm. And she, I've grown up with her because I'm from Narrabeen, and so she grew up surfing from Narrabeen. And she had her 21st birthday, and like he randomly came to that. And we'd kind of always known of each other and moved in the same circles, but he's actually from Mansfield, like I know, Melbourne. Yeah. yeah, crazy. And um, 
Yeah, we met there and like hooked up that night and the rest was history. And then so like six years on from that, we moved from Sydney to the Gold Coast, bought our like dream house there, got our dog. We were set for life. We were just frothing because Sydney's so expensive and we just wanted to like what, what you can afford, a house that you can afford in Sydney well, on the Gold Coast is like way more like you're right on the beach kind of in comparison to what you can afford in Sydney. So mm. that's why we made the move. And we already had friends up there and then heaps of our friends moved up. So it's it's home now. It's just the best. Um, your beautiful partner uh, at the time, Chumpy, uh, mm. beautiful. Like I don't – I – I knew you of you, and I knew a bit about your story. No, no idea about the whole the whole story, which you know I've obviously looked at today. But like, I think one thing that hit me, I get goosebumps actually. I think about it. one thing that hit me a lot was at that golf day. I think what was fucking like actually genuinely unbelievable was like being with you on that day, just meeting you on that day, and being in your world and seeing the love for someone you, but like connected through chumpy mm. and his friends i'd like mm. never seen anything like that before like every hole we went to it was just like this bond you had with people really like, yeah it was crazy maybe is that yeah maybe because we were on the i don't know like, but you just had friends yeah. everywhere and it was sort of like I yeah i feel like a lot of people knew him and yeah. probably heaps of crew that were at that golf day yeah. and then like he was a legend so they really respected him yeah. and then so i guess they're like oh Elle's cool we'll get around her i don't know yeah oh, it was but just it was cool to see like i, I th- think yeah i think everyone's just like that that gang and like the gang that went was to that the, the better community, big yeah, golf the community there yeah, like, yeah, yeah 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 and i think when everything happened like when shit went south with chump like when he passed away that yeah. day i think just the community, the Gold Coast community, even though we were kind of new up there, or we'd been up there for a few years, but like just like enveloped me and my family. Yeah, and that's like, what it felt like, you know. Yeah, I guess. And my brother and my mum also moved up like shortly after my, uh, shortly after we did. So yeah, I kind of had my family nearby and then the community, like community, hey, so amazing. Like power of the power of the people just getting around me and being like, they literally carried me I always. Yeah. I always think that. Well, even like, you know, with your friends you're talking about before, you're like 10 deep at that day. It sounds like you've just got a good support network. Um, and just obviously you're adding a lot of value to their lives as well. But it was it was cool to see. Um, I'd love to, if you're happy to chat about your story and, and sure. what actually happened and, and, and those bits and pieces. But yeah, I'd love to to hear from your um, your side of the story on, the, on what happened. To Chump? Yeah. So... It was just like a normal day, 8th of July, 2020. Chump went, he, so yeah, pro snowboarder. He, he was a pro snowboarder, so he'd spent a lot of time overseas, but usually in our winter, he's home and he's gearing up for like the, um, like going to Threadbow and that kind of thing for our winter. Um, and then it was just like a really nice sunny day. He was getting into spearfishing a lot. He's like a waterman, grew up on the sea, sailing with his parents. Was that in? Tasmania. I saw a documentary with they were like sailing around oh, as a yeah. young kid. Like oh, he grew up on the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and his family into boats, yachty. Like they're mad yachties. They sail the world. They yeah. love that shit. And he grew up on boats. Like as soon as he was born, they were like chucked him on a boat and just went around the world. And yeah, they just love that. And so he grew up like, yeah, surfing and being like real watery. And watery. That sounds sus, eh? And then he 
yeah, just went out spear fishing one morning. I remember him deliberating, looking out the window when I was lying in bed, and I remember him going, like, you can kind of see the horizon from our bedroom, and him being like, oh, it looks good out there. Like, should I surf or should I go get some fish? We were having friends come up, so mm. I think he was like, oh, let, I'll get some fish for dinner and we'll have a cook-up tonight with, like, our mates who are coming up. And I was like, yes, yeah, sick, go, go have fun kind of thing. And then I went out for a walk that morning with our dog. And, yeah... On, our, on that walk with my dog, and I am not woo-woo, really, like, at all. I've become a bit more woo-woo, but this shit, like, if, yeah, when people talk, tell me stories about, like, you know, psychics or things people have said to them, the spiritual things, I'd be like, shut up, like, yeah. I'm eye-rolling. But when I was on this walk, I was talking to my mate that was coming up, and I felt just, like, this jolt in my heart, and I was like, what is going on? I had to, like, stretch out. I was like... I'm literally in pain. Like my dog and me stopped in our tracks, like looked at each other. And I was like, that is so weird. Anyway, I must be like feeling anxious or nervous or feel like I've got to do, you know, cook and clean and blah, 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 get the house ready for our guests or who knows. It was so weird. And then it just went away like that. And then I kept walking home. And then when I got home, my neighbour came over and said to me, hey, Elle, I saw Chumpy going out for a spearfish this morning. I'm like, yeah. And he's, she, she goes, on the Facebook community page, I have, I, there, someone's just posted about a man being brought in unconscious just now, like literally it happened 15 minutes ago. And um, I straight away just went, oh, like, why the fuck are you telling me this kind of thing? Like, that's awful news, mm. but it will... 100% not be chumpy like don't be stupid like and like she, she was implying that it was him and I was just going don't be silly but that sucks like should we go down there and see who it is but anyway I'm busy see you later and then I went back inside my mum had actually just come over as well just to like visit and I went back inside and something just hit me again and I went fuck like he could have had one of those shallow water blackouts and he actually talks had told me and his dad like the week before about his dad was like, oh, you know, a shark's scary when you're doing all this diving down there. Do you ever see any sharks? Like reef sharks, they love sharks. Mm. Like they love like, you know, when they're snorkeling and they see a shark, they're like, oh, it's a good day. And I'm like, that's a fucking bad day for me. I don't want to see a shark. But they love that shit. Mm. And Chump's like, nah, it's not sharks. you got to think about it. It's shallow water blackouts because like, you know, he get, he's really fit. He can hold his breath for so long. And I think sometimes you just underestimate like, you know, what your body can handle and maybe he held his breath for too long and passed out under there. So I like to think he just literally went to sleep under the water. Maybe he saw a fish and was like, knew he needed to come up for air soon, but was like, oh, I'll just push it a bit and get this fish. Who knows what happened down there? We'll never know. Mm. But yeah, he was found by a surfer who I've, who weirdly was at that golf day and he came up to me. For the first time? Oh my time. God, yes. Holy hell. I still need to contact him like and have these chats but it was all a bit crazy. Yeah. Um yeah, so he was found by a surfer and brought into shore and yeah, the lifeguards worked on him and basically yeah, basically he was like unrevivable and it like literally to the like the time literally reverts back to exactly when I would have been walking and felt that chest pain as to like when he was under there and when he would have been found and then brought in and then all that. So I believe that I was just walking along one day and Chumpy fell asleep under the ocean and my heart just fucking broke into a million pieces and I felt that. 
my dog have felt it too. We we're both like, what just happened? That was weird. And then, yeah, so that is what happened. And I've never seen him again. He just literally walked out the house one morning with his snowboard, um, diving shit on and literally never came back. And I, it baffles me so much that I honestly, for the first year after, every single day thought he is just going to walk back in that door. Like I was so used to him being away. He used to travel for months at a time and I'd be alone. Like oh, long distance, no problem. I, I, I love being independent and doing my shit. I was in so much like denial and shock and just I didn't cry for like a month easily, maybe more. Like I was so confused. I, I, I think, yeah, I, I seriously like sometimes think I would not be surprised if he just walked through the door right now. I'd just mm. be like, hey, chum, what, where the fuck did you, like what? Hey, it's the weirdest thing ever. I can't even, cannot even tell you. I think if I had have seen his body, like my mum, my mum came to me, came with me, sorry, to go down to the beach and like see what was going on. So we went down to the beach and... I asked the police, my mum just ran down the beach I, and it was all blocked off. And I asked the police officer standing kind of like back from the beach, well, what's going on down there? There was so much shit happening. There was like fireys, like cameramen already there and stuff like that. I'm like, what's going on down there? And he's like, um, someone's being revived or something. And I said, my partner was out there diving this morning. Um, and yeah, I can't I can't get on to him, but like he's probably still out there diving. Like you know, that that's the thing because like, yeah, I'd obviously tried to call him, and um, but it had only like it had only been an hour and a half or something since he left. So that's normal for him to be diving for like three hours and stuff. And the cop just looked at me and said, "Does he have any tattoos?" And he had only just gotten a new tattoo of an axe on his ribs, and I was like, "Oh, couldn't think." I was like, "He's got some, you know, like on his arms and." The guy's like, mm, any more? And I'm like, honestly couldn't remember because this one was new. And he's like, anything on his, like, you know, chest? And it just hit me and I just went, fuck. And I just didn't want to say yes. I was just like, fuck. And then he just literally looked away, like, like could not face me and just bailed kind of into the car that he was near and my mum ran up the beach with just this face and I don't think we just, I still don't even think we've said to each other like, Chump is dead or Chump died or like, I just looked at her and she just looked at me and she just grabbed me and we had to walk around to this surf club and chat to the cops and stuff. But it was just the weirdest floating feeling like just what is life? Like what, this cannot be real. Like, how is he not breathing? How is he not at the beach? Like, how is his eye? What? I don't, I just, crazy. I can't imagine. It's just. I still can't imagine. I I honestly can't imagine. I just like feel like it's not real. And when when this happens to a friend, like when this happens to people and they come to me and they tell me horrible things that have happened to their partner, because, you know, I feel like I'm this widow girl now that I get messages all the time and like with these crazy stories of, um, this happened to my partner today. Like, what am I going to do? Da, da, da. I'm, I'm just like, oh my, like they tell me these, I hear crazy stories all the time and I'm, I don't, I just like cannot fathom. I'm just like, I don't, I don't even know what to say to you. And I should know mm. people come to me for advice and I'm just always shocked. And I watch movies of this happening, the same thing 
like or worse circumstances or better circumstances and I'm just like brought to tears I just like sometimes cannot real cannot realize that it's like my life as well it's the wildest thing ever what did you what what did you do like what did you when did it kick in I suppose like when did that adrenaline like I feel like when I decided Okay, so I feel like I was floating there for a few months and then it really kicked in and I got really angry yeah. and I just got so angry. I just I just wanted to like fight everyone. I was just screaming all the time. I would always just run into my like bed and grab my pillows and just scream or I'd go underwater and I'd just be like, I'd just fucking scream and I was so angry for him and his life and everything he was going to do. Like I, I never thought like I would do anything cool like he always was doing everything and he was amazing and I was so angry that his life got taken away for him and I'd look at his mum and his dad and I'd be like this is so unfair why the fuck did you fuck this up for them and for him and for like my dog and for me and us but I was more so just so angry for him and just like he just got so robbed I was like he was 32 and he just like literally was one of those people that had the world at his fingertips like he was just so like I mean everyone's amazing we, yeah. we know that and obviously I'm biased but he was like one in a million and I just got so angry and then they do say they do say like oh, there's those phases of grief and the six stages and all that shit I've I've never I've never resonated at all with them I I, I think it's just a cluster fucking like you feel all the different emotions on any given time in any different order. Like I've I've never resonated with that. Um, because I would I would just I would and like you do the um, like the what ifs. Like what if I just said just go surfing? Just don't don't go diving today. I don't want fish. I hate fish actually. Like you know, just all the what ifs start to happen. Like all the littlest things. Like what if someone just called him that, you know, on his way down or anything you just go through all these phases and I was angry for a while I mean I'm still like angry but I don't really yeah and then I about six months later I decided like we wanted a baby Hmm. we have his sperm let's do it I'm I'm having his baby let's go like I was I was so I felt so like like I felt so strong and capable and like I don't know weirdly I think you know when the anger makes you like feel strong or something I don't know that probably sounds so lame no but I was just like I've got this let's go I'm having this baby and then I guess it was was one of those things where with IVF it's always a gamble so I went into the process thinking like I'm gonna be really lucky if this works and if it doesn't well maybe that is one of those things that I don't believe in this, but maybe that is one of those things it's not meant to be or it's meant to be or whatever. But, yeah, it it worked on the second go and then wow. I fell pregnant with Chump's bub, which is just – it's a weird thing as well because she's so him and I always think, like, if if he was here, I know we'd have a kid, but it would be some other kid. How weird's that? I've thought about that a lot. Mm. Just – just in different scenarios of like, what's yeah, burnt, like I know in different scenarios, like I think about that all the time. So like, weird. Yeah, not to get weird, but there's like a lot of sperm, obviously. <laughs> Lots and, of sperm, millions of. Well, sperms. there's millions of sperms, and there is a lot <laughs> that, of sperm. That one <laughs> got lucky. 
That was it, the lucky it did, swimmer. It, it's more like from the fact that like you have so many, like this one kid that you've got has come from so many places and it worked. Can we go back? Sorry, so, yeah. No, I just went not on that, but like, like you were saying, you obviously, how long had you guys um, been trying for a baby before that? We'd been trying for nearly eight months yeah. and I was already getting my eggs tested and like my doctor was like, I don't know what's going on. You guys are like both the picture of health like yeah. why are you not falling pregnant but then you know some would say eight months is nothing like yeah. keep trying but my doctor was like let's let's get your eggs tested and then yeah I did have a low egg count which yeah. meant that like it was going to be harder but she was like because of that let's start to look into IVF so IVF I think was definitely like our next step that we we're going to have to embark on anyways wow so yeah you're going through that as a couple together mm. um the unthinkable happens that you know at 32 years of age, not many people would be thinking that that happens. It just, unfortunately, it did. Then what, like, went from that period to being in hospital, like, how did that transition, like, with, was the sperm, had you already done the cycle? Was that? No. So we retrieved Chump's sperm just after he passed away. Yeah. Weirdly. That's like, unbelievable. So, I know. It's crazy. I'd never heard of it before, but it was Laura. So we weird because we met at Laura's party. Yeah. And then we like were in love and all that. Mm -hmm. And then she was the one that as when he passed away, she called like my fam, well, my friends and Chloe and my family and said like, there's this thing you can do. How many you, days is this? Pot, like This is like literally like. I think it was that night. I didn't know about it until the okay, next day. Okay, because it's like hard thing to hear when you crazy, like, you know, like, yeah. crazy. But at in that state, like everything's kind of crazy. So yeah. basically, I think I was just like at my house with a hundred people around, like all my friend, everyone that we knew was kind of just over going, what the fuck just happened? And this was like, I think the next morning or that, I honestly can't even remember. might've been the night before. And I was just sitting on my deck, just going, what the hell? And my brother came up to me and said, Laura's talking about sperm retrieval. Do you want to do that? And like, I didn't even say, what's that? I just like, you know, sperm retrieval. I just kind of like yep. guessed and I just go, yeah, yeah, like whatever, I don't know. Like, is that just a routine? Like, honestly, didn't know if that was just a normal thing to do, like kind of like a biopsy or something like that. And his parents had their head more screwed on, but I wasn't there for that chat. They were also at my house, but apparently they were just like, well, yeah, if like they, they he's so realistic that he thought if there's something weird procedure that you've got to do now that will create an a beautiful opportunity later. Yeah, obviously you've got to do it. But yeah, this does sound fucking bizarre, but yes. So they just needed consent from the his parents and yeah, me. And yeah. They did it. They basically just had to do like a really quick procedure, which meant that they could get some sperm from Chump, like a sample of sperm. And then they, <laughs> the doctor kind of was like, this probably won't work. Like this is a very slim chance because it, it's got to be in like a it, certain it amount of hours. After, yeah, yeah it dies after like 40 or something hours. Yeah. And it was like just in, yeah, the cutoff. And he was like, there was lots of dead sperms, but some were really alive and some were really strong and healthy looking ones. But like still, this is such a gamble. Who the fuck knows? And I honestly forgot about all that stuff for months. Yeah, and it right. wasn't so until maybe, even, yeah. no, It wasn't no like way. it was like always the plan no, or something. No, not even a thought in my head. I, I think a thought in my head was... Like, I can't believe we never fell pregnant or didn't do more or 
start that family earlier or because I wanted to be a mum ages ago but we were always waiting for him to be about to retire snowboarding and so I always had in my head like can't believe he didn't leave anything behind mm. you know but I, I like the the whole me being pregnant now thing let's do that was never in my head at all it was like a penny drop moment like I woke up one day and it was just clear as day go and sort suss that out and see if it's possible see if it could happen like you know and I did I just made an appointment and it just kind of felt right and they were like we just have to see if this sperm's even going to work like if you know let's give it a go unbelievable um, do you mind me asking how many? Because I've been through this process. Like I, I yeah. probably have to be like one of the most informed males on IVF. Because like I know all the like AMH. I know all this shit. Like I studied it with like. But jars. did you guys do IVF? Yeah, we did. We ah. did it for like two years, but it didn't work for us. Stories a little bit, but it actually we actually fell pregnant like two years later. I love that. But it was crazy. Like just a crazy story in itself. But um, how? So you get the retrieved sperm, like and then they put it together. How, yes, okay, so, so they did, did they you... got my eggs. They Yeah, they got my eggs out. They had his sperm. And, oh, that's right, they have to do, because the sperm wasn't like an ejaculated yeah. sperm so or whatever. So it was frozen? An ejaculated yeah. sperm. We This is a podcast, so we can, um, yeah. <laughs> They um, had to do this process called ICSI. So, like, the eggs there, and they have to kind of, like, get a... And um, put it in. Yeah, have yeah. you heard of that, Yeah, ICSI? we did that oh, as well. Okay, so we yeah. did, but, like, did both, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, so they just had to do that. Yeah. And give that, it for a week it, it and see what's we had like, like yeah. we had like three embryos straight away that were wow. well, I think we had five and then you know how they drop they off. Drop off. So yep. then we yep. end up having three that were like looking really good. First one didn't work, second one was mini. That's unbelievable. Actually crazy. Do you remember the feeling of like when you heard it had implanted and like did it yeah. what hit you like then? Yeah. I, I'm just for me personally. I remember like with this whole thing of like struggling to have a child, and I can only imagine in your situation the happiness, but also like the heartbreak of of that too. For anyone who's been through pregnancy and these sort of things, it's actually nearly harder when you actually are pregnant because there's that fear of what happens oh, as well. Oh, so scary! Yeah. I was just like, I think yeah, I'm such a chill person, and I was yeah. pretty chill through my pregnancy, but like. And I probably didn't let anyone know this, but I was always thinking like something's gonna happen. Like mm. I'm like when you go if through I can something lose like a one like in that, a I'm gonna lose thing. this, yeah. like, you know. And I'm just I'm always picturing just bad things happening. How that is so awful, but I'm always like just imagining like my dog or my baby's gonna die or something's gonna happen. Like mm. you just you're That's always kind life, of man. not prepared for the worst, but you're just fearful. Like oh, you yeah. kind of live life a different way. Yeah. But I Is that you do would you say that's uh, do you think like at, at the stage in life right now you've still living in that mindset or do you think you've gotten better back to where you were? Yeah, I think I'm so much more stable now. Yeah. I'm definitely back to like being me. I, I felt so like, yeah, I felt so strong and fearless before and now I'm definitely like normal and I'm like, no, life's fragile, shit happens. Um, I've definitely like landed back on my feet where I'm just like I'm definitely more balanced now. I don't yeah. even know how to put it but I'm just normal again like – I'm sad as fuck and being actually like having having the years go by and like finally being being more yeah balanced I'd say and like not as crazy in that weird adrenaline state and stuff is actually harder because you're feeling like I'm feeling the emotions like viscerally like yeah it hurts sometimes Hello, my beautiful friends and family. Guess what? I am back. I am back. Third time lucky. My third time drafted in my life. I'll be making a return to footy 
as a part of the Carlton Draft, along with some big household names, not as big as my name, but uh, some quite big names. Isaac Smith, Trent Cotchen, Matty Lloyd, Lee Montagna, some of the all-time greats of our game, as I've just mentioned. One lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT, Aaron Phillips, to play as a wildcard. How bloody good is that? If you're a part of women's community footy and you are keen to get Aaron down, enter now at thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com.au. 18 plus, drink responsibly. KO's got you covered this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free drink play. Wow, in the AFL this week, there are some huge games. Collingwood versus Adelaide, live with no ad break string play, exclusive in Victoria. Giants versus Bulldogs. Oh, I remember that game. I think it was 2016 at Giants Stadium to get the Bulldogs into the grand final. I will never forget that one. Live with no ad breaks free during play. Exclusive in Victoria. And Essendon versus North Melbourne. Geez, that's the old Ben McKay Cup. Exclusive to Fox Footy, available on KO. Don't forget those NBA playoffs. They are dominating at the moment. It is just getting bigger and better than ever. Watch every game of both Eastern and Western Conferences finals live with ESPN on KO. There's plenty of room for everyone, no matter what you want to watch. So get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. Well, how crazy is like time? Time. I think about time all the time. I that think wasn't about actually, time I didn't all the mean time. to say it like that, but like, I, I think about it all the time because it's like no matter how slow you want a moment to go or how fast you want a moment to move on like it's just the same and you've just got to sit in it on the car in the way here were we talking about this we were just lolling <laughs> em and josh we were just saying that um what okay no no i'm gonna remember it so the days go slow but the years go fast and it's so true when you have a kid well yeah just in yeah. general like every day i'm like fuck can it be her bedtime yet i'm so done with this day and then they go to bed and you're like want to wake them up yeah and then <laughs> in the morning i'm like why are you so big stop growing it's going too fast yeah. like, time is crazy every time someone dies or something fucked happens everyone literally rallies around you and says time will heal everything and yeah. i used to hate hearing that I used to be like, shut up. At the moment, time is sitting still. Like I am, like I do not want time to keep going without him. Like he's not here. This is awful. Like the world should stop, mm. you know, like I can't imagine time going on right now. But it's, and I've said this to like my other, I call her my widow sister. I hate that word now. I like don't know why we even say that. But she is like the one person, she's in London and I met her after Trump passed away because her partner passed away shortly after and literally they look the same and then me and her are really similar, well, just like oh, have blonde hair and that. Yeah. And we just like became like every you, night. How did you know them? Oh, she knew someone that I knew in the States and like he connected us and was just like, this is so weird, Albert, you need to talk to this chick. You guys are all the same age and so is your partners and he just passed away and you need to, you need to confide in each other kind of thing. So we'd sit up every night and just talk shit and just cry and yeah. And finally, now we both say to each other, yeah, like it is true about time. Time does mm. heal. With the process of everything, like I know you are saying before about people messaging you and, and stuff about situations of themselves, but like have you ever heard of – well, firstly, does that bring you any – does it bring you anything being able to – like obviously it's a terrible situation that you wish would never have happened, but to be able to support people mm. by some way of your story, does that give you – power in any way like does it i definitely feel stoked to be like you'd rather not be able to help them yeah but it's nice yeah, to, yeah. i hate that i that yeah that we're you know in the same boat it's 
awful. But I am glad that, yeah, like at least I, got I, I do meet like you know chicks who have lost even even like parent parents or siblings that yeah. have passed away, and people just feel like they can come up to me and talk to me about that, and and like. It is so sometimes friends and family members do not know how to talk about that person who's passed away and mm. that 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 griever feels so alone and I feel I do feel proud and stoked that I've kind of like I never thought I'd be this grief girl though I hate that yeah but I know yeah 100% it's really nice well, having like a bit of a community that it's not something you asked for it's not a title that you wanted but it's something that you are whether you like it or not, like you are giving, like, and I think like it's worth saying when Juz was like going, when me and Juz were going through all this stuff with like IVF and mm. I remember she listens to, you know, your podcast. Oh, she loves she? it. And, and, you know, I'm saying this knowing that of a, the power of a community and like what you and Chloe talk about. Yeah. Like that helps people so much like yeah. so much and like I like I remember she would just like wouldn't have smiled for six months and then oh. you, you hear like what you've been like you're going through with and, and and Chloe's going through and you're just like it's so nice to be able to like resonate through pain is that like a it, sick yeah, thing to say but like no well you know, I mean just, you just feel comfortable and being able to you know chat and like we crack yeah. morbid jokes together and it's just weird like but it, like you can yeah. say that to each other kind yeah. of thing but yeah, yeah. like I I it honestly still baffles me. Like when I'm podcasting with Chloe, I imagine that it's just me and her. Yeah. But you f- you forget how many people are listening. You forget and being people. Affected. It's weird, like because we've got a few people in the studio today. I feel like we're doing a private show. Like it's like, like a lap dance. Or I know. Something. Like, I love it. Of, like, I keep forgetting that. It's sort of like a private a show. A lap dance. Yeah. It's like a. It's like me making out with my shower when I was in. Oh, stop. Stop. Oh my god. No, no, sorry. Stop but it's it. like it's nice, isn't it? it like is. this community thing, like. Yeah. I saw the ranker the other day. You girls are going very well on that. Have you seen the ranker? No. Oh. How do we see the ranker? Jeez, is everyone there. on a list? Like a you're up there. Yeah. Stop. Where you're are we? Well. Where are you're you? Up. Not as high as me, but you're going. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you're actually you're actually a lot higher. You're doing no, very we're well. not. Yeah, you are. They're doing pretty well. Are you serious? Us, How do we see this ranker? I'll show you it after this. It's yeah, we're trying to win an award. Are you trying to win an award at the moment? Um, awards. They're funny, aren't they? Good luck to us. We'd like them. <laughs> we would like them. I did see you. What are you nominated for? Oh, I don't know. Listener's Choice, I think it is. Okay. That's yeah, so vote Good for Darling Shine and Dylan Vote for Dylan Friends. Um, <laughs> no, but I think like we have a Facebook community, Darling Shine Facebook community yeah. or whatever, and they'll literally be like people write in and say, my partner passed away. I want to do this sperm thing. What do yeah, I do? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Has yeah. that, how, many yes. people do you, how many stories do you know of? Because I have a rule. Every person that comes up to you and says something, yeah. there's 20 others that, that don't. That just didn't want to come up. So or... there's a 20x rule. You reckon? Yeah. I know. Yeah, I think. I like, okay, so and then there's that. So someone so will post in there. Before I even yeah. get onto reading it and oh, going wow. to answer, someone else will jump in and be like, my partner passed away last year and we did it and this is who I contacted and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why oh, the yeah. fuck are so many people dying? But also yes. you're all on this one group. Like it just blows yeah. my mind. Communities are cool, and that's like crazy. I just, I honestly cannot get my head because around. Because I think it. about this a lot. Okay, I'm not really, I'm not a religious person at all. But back in the day, there's like church, and you used to go there on a Sunday. Mm. That's not really a thing. It is for a few people, but now people find like community in yeah, just groups. like podcasts, yeah. like run clubs, yes. footy clubs. Like you can have 10, 20, and that's like the Dylan you know, Friends not, religion. Well. It's not a religion, but we um, it's it could be um, not yet anyway. But 
I think that that's so important to be make sure you're attached to something 100%. and knowing that you're like yeah. having your own that yes. you and like Chloe are doing and just like by just purely being yourself, talking shit, making morbid jokes, going through fucked up shit, but sharing it. It's pretty incredible. It's so wild. I never, ever imagined I'd be doing this. Like I, Chump would be doing this. This is what he would do. Yeah. Not me. So I feel like he's like, I don't know, he's yeah. given me this strength yeah. and I don't know, kind of. When you talk about woo-woo stuff, I definitely think he's like helped me do all this kind of stuff. Yeah, the woo-woo thing as well that I'd say, I said before I'm woo-woo. Like, I'm not woo-woo as in like talking to, you know, spirits, spirits and, and yeah. stuff. I'm just woo-woo as in like the universe. Yeah. And I just, I'm just like a universe guy. It's like what you put out, you can somehow, oh, 100%. you know, like that's more my thing. I believe in karma and stuff. Like I, I think I'm so... <laughs> Yeah, I always look at like my tired ass friends, and I'm like, "Fuck, you're gonna eat. no money's coming your way." Because you're tired ass. The man. more I give out, the more I get back. I hundred percent. I hundred percent agree. Like, everyone needs to learn that one. It, it's fluid. Money is fluid. The more you spend, the more you get. And I'm like, hundred percent. That's you got to work hard as well. But I, I just, I think like, I'm not just saying spend all your money. <laughs> everyone just go and donate <laughs> yeah, don't all their look. money. It'll all fly I, back no, into your account somehow. I, I think you're so right. Like, you know, when you hang out with those mates that like. Oh. I'm. I feel like I'm a very generous. I like to think I'm a generous person, but as soon as you have like that tight mate, oh. I like just never want to be be with around them. I don't want to pay for anything. No worse a trait in a person, I swear to God, than being a tight ass. Yeah, the obnoxious tight asses as well. They're the worst. On reflection of um, what we've spoken about, this there's, there's so much. I still really want to talk about um, Minnie and what she's up to at the moment. Mm. But what are you most proud of yourself? Like growth areas from not growth areas but like just how you've handled everything or a hundred percent it's the community that we've like did me i and make Chloe you together. realize that or you knew you had the community i i, I know i no, have it do. but yes. it's weird when other people you know know about it yeah. too and i'm like how weird's that because i'm not saying I, bring i'm gonna give you a bit of time because i'm gonna talk about myself for a yeah second. yeah chat the i'm not the community thinks so fucked because, like, we have... <laughs> I love it. We have one too, but it's like you don't realise this shit until someone else points it out. So, yeah, community. And I think just, like, talking about Chump and, like... Yeah. Still, you know, te- like, not teaching people, but, like, letting people know about him so they can get... To- they. It's like people... More people even know about him now or, like, yeah. know, like, I don't know... Are still listening to his music or watching his things on like YouTube or like, yeah. you know that's that's really important to me and his family like that he's not just like, he's kind of lives on yeah he like he died but like we want to keep him kind of alive and like I never want to not say his name and like mm. or him to be the elephant in the room, you know does that you know before you were saying before about like I don't want to be the the widow like you don't, you don't want to be that spokesperson for these things yeah has it been hard to like keep respect of like whatever everything that's happened but also be your own person um my friend gave me the biggest compliment the other day accidentally yeah. she goes you just have not changed through all this yeah, like you so, are so you like yeah. i think we were looking back at like photos of just weird shit that we did when we were young and like just and she's like that is still you you're still that person and i was like Thank God, because honestly, sometimes I don't even feel like I'm in my body. Like, life's just wild and there's so much going on and I'm, yeah. And I was just like, actually, you know what? I do look around I do have all the same friends as when I was young and even though I've moved away, but, like, I'm still so close with the my core people that I've always had. Like, yeah, I think just keeping it real and 
uh, it surprises me that you can still just, I don't know, go through so much shit but just do this kind of be like the same person day to day. I don't know. It's hard. It's like I, I, wild I, what we can go through and endure and handle and bounce back from. Well, at the end of the day, like you're always you as well. Like you can't. My neighbour said something to me like when everything blew up, she messaged me and maybe a few weeks later and she was like, I was so, no, yeah, that's right. She goes, I had a really awful dream that you were going to lose your smile and you weren't going to shine like you did and you weren't going to be like that bubbly L. And I was just like, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. Like I do not want to, I don't want that to happen. I don't want to lose myself or just like be Devo forever, never laugh again, never smile again. Like, you know, Yeah. and I am so, so grateful for the people around me like keeping me up and keeping me like the highs there's highs and lows obviously but like just keeping me you know i laugh so much you're a laugher i'm a laugher i'm a funny guy though <laughs> you're pretty funny yeah <laughs> crack some good one-liners yeah. this this one him just Stop. making out with his shower <laughs> what's um mum life like <laughs> it's hectic as yeah. you know um I'm so tired. Yeah, man, tiring. I, oh, I the live, girls do it tough. I'm so stoked to be down in Melbourne. I'm, I get a big sleep in off. tomorrow. Three days off. I've opted for two days when I probably could have just done this in one night. Nah, you but need I'm the like, two. You definitely need a hundred percent. I feel so lucky because I think all my friends feel sorry for me. They're like, "Oh, you're doing this on your own, so we'll rally around and help <laughs> you." So I feel like I get so much more help than like any of my other mum friends do that even have partners as well, you know? So I'm super lucky and she's a legend. And it's like, obviously it's the best thing ever. Like all the cliches are true. It's so sick. Parenting. What is she up to at the moment? Like, what is she doing? What's her She's nearly two. She's two on Tuesday and she's just saying no 24 seven. I saw her at the golf day. Oh, did you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. She's busy. She's running around. What's Max doing? No, he's six months, so he's just like six eating months. first, like is he, starting to eat. What's his favourite? Um, my favourite to give him is banana. It's oh, just like very yeah, like, yeah, it's quite yeah. easy to do. As yeah. Well. You don't have to like blend anything. Yeah, banana's um, epic. Banana, Avo. avocado. Yeah. Um, I love like my favourite time, I must say, is because I only get really down as like when... You know how you want something, you love them so much, right? But then mm. you just find yourself on your phone. Do you do this? Like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. Man. You feel so guilty, like, hey? I am okay. so shit. Okay, so there's this new thing I'm like, doing. I'm, I love this kid, but I'm just watching this TikTok. Like, it's oh, so fucked. Like, do you and know how your fucked kid's it is? there, right? So, They're with you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I've just oh. wanted this kid for 10 years. See? And now I'm like, just watching this fucking idiot do a dance. <laughs> like, what is going on okay, right now? I don't do like, TikTok. <laughs> I'm actually, like, I, I think I have an. Bullshit. <laughs> It's a real. <laughs> I I'm scared. I'm, I actually need to. My manager's like, you have to do no, TikTok. You should, yeah, you I am. Do you think I need to? Yeah, we'll do just some dancing tonight. We'll do some. Reels. Oh my god, I'm scared. Apparently, yeah. you just get so stuck. It's, like Instagram's hard enough. TikTok's pretty bad. Like, and you it picks your algorithm as well. You know, I'm big into like lawns. I love like mowed lawns. <laughs> you know, like when you see like, people mow lawns, and I just oh, watch no. people mow lawns for hours. I watch. No, I fucked my algorithm on Instagram up what are you so doing? badly. Are you so someone sent me like a girl riding on a wooden broomstick with a horse thing on the front, like a horse head on the Your front. Your comedy watcher. And now my feed is just riddled with like horses. people riding broomsticks with horses on them. That's my algorithm right now. It's terrible. Okay. 
but that's a sport apparently. But my thing is that I'm always behind my phone filming her and just like, oh, I'm so done. And you just want to live in the moment? Yes. I'm like, my thing is not that I'm scrolling all day. It's that I'm filming her and I'm like, fuck, just watch her with your eyes. But Have I can't help it because I'm like, oh, I don't want to miss anything. Have you seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Yes. Trump used to love that movie. That's is that Ben Stiller? F- it is my favourite Yes. Film. Is it, uh, the Iceland yes. something? Yeah. So there's this like, it's the it's like the deepest non-deep film like in the world. I don't remember what happens in it. So he's like, he's a bit lost. He's at work and then he, he has- goes on the ride. He goes on, like he basically loses, um, okay, I'll give you the real rundown, but basically the magazine's that he works for, he's worked there for like his whole life and it's yeah. shutting down and he loses the last image that's going to be on the front. True. So he has to find the photographer who he's never met and he travels all around the world. But the whole thing's like, you got to go do your dream. Like, you just do yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah. like go to the Lulu event. Yeah. Go to the Gold Coast. Anyway, so he finally finds this guy yes. who's like- I remember this. He skateboards. Skateboards there. Yeah. Good soundtrack too. Mm. And he's with the photographer and it's, what's it, Sean Penn. And they're like- filming this like the rarest jaguar in the world or something like that it's not a jaguar it's like it's some form of a cat and he goes i'm gonna take the photo and he's like man sometimes when i really like it i don't take the photo i just live in the moment and i was Has watching that, that stuck going, with you yeah yeah i do that yeah i like the photos too don't get me wrong but i think like i've got to get better at. but i never there. even go back and watch them like what what Are is you the a, point like if you're say you know i know you're Good friends with fish. Are you like you film him and then you? Oh, first few shows I ever <laughs> yeah, saw, yeah. fucking oh, filming like for two hours straight, yeah. and now I no. Now, now no. Okay. No. Yeah. It is funny. You look around and you're like, every Mate, single I'd person has their phone and out, that. and you look at them and you're like, just be present and enjoy it. But that's me as well. You know? It's me too. I went and saw um, Rex Orange County. Do you know him? No. Okay. Just a, I just go, just oh. Guy. You looked like you, you were really excited about it. <laughs> I he, thought it was a place. No, it's not. It's a band. It's a guy. Oh, cool. And he, he's in, there's like a half of his concert where he tells people if, you get, if you're filming, you get thrown out. Not because Love he doesn't that. want you to film. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah. wants you to like be there. I think I watched Flume one time or oh, was it Flume? And he was just like, guys, be present, enjoy this, put the phones down. And I loved that. Yeah, it's cool. We, that was like before we were all so obsessed with Instagram and social media. And, and the talk. And the talk, and mm. it was really refreshing and kind of weird to hear that back then. Whereas yeah. now it's like, oh, I know we need to put these things down, but back then, I don't know. But what I've been trying, that's what I was going to say, what Sorry. I've been trying lately is in the morning, sports. waking up yeah. and like just fully not looking at my phone. Like it's Feet on the ground type it, thing. It's not so much about, <laughs> yeah, feet definitely have to go on the floor at some point, but it's not, it's just like, it's been actually fucking up my days a bit because like I'll have plans to meet friends for coffee and I'm like late because I'm not literally not not even seeing my phone, not looking at the time at all. Like get up, leave my phone there on charge or whatever it's doing. Like, don't even touch it. Get up, hang with me, make her breakfast, like hang around the house, do whatever I've got to do. And then just before I need to leave, then grabbing it. And it's a bit scary because you're like, what even is the time? Like is it 5am or is it 9am? Who the fuck knows? Yeah. I try and judge it by the sun. But it makes my brain just functions so much better that day is this like like am i late onto this bandwagon of not um, going on your phone, in the your phone i think that's it's a thing that people do it's but changed not that my whole life no i think it's a it's it's a good one um i wish i could do it i'm gonna i'm gonna commit to it now that you've put it in my mind as soon as you see it you just want it all day like yeah. now i'm just not no, picking I, it I up 24 7 i have a full addiction to my phone it's not healthy we all. all do yeah, but I'm like it just makes my like like I think 
makes you, I don't know, just happier and look for like other shit to do during the day rather than like just always trying to find my phone to grab because that's the first thing I've done that day. So that's what I'm craving all day or something? Yeah. No, it's... Been it's, a game changer for me. Anyway, you guys are probably like, this is old news. We've been doing that for years. No, nah, trust me, they don't. They're, they're frauds. Um, <laughs> frauds. Did, did you, what, do you, what else do you do to be the best version of yourself? I every day have to go to the beach. Yeah. I just go for my little walk on the beach with my dog. That's like our thing. Rummy? Um, Rummy? Rummy, yep. R-U-M-I? R-U-M-I, yeah. Well, that's actually how it started and then everyone's like, Rumi's a poet like you can't do that and then once like I don't know Trump passed passed and people started like kind of being invested in my mind and my dog's like life it's so weird like I literally have messages from people over the other side of the world and they're like you haven't taken Rumi to the beach today is she okay and I'm like fucking relax like it was raining we just didn't go or something but yeah so I changed the spelling of her name to R-U-M-M-I so it was more Rummy and not Rumi because people were getting to know her and calling her the wrong name okay so it's funny that you asked that. I thought I asked the questions. Um, so you go to the beach, you don't look at your phone. Um, what else do we do in our day? We always go out and get, like my thing is always going out before I start like working or get into like the shit that I need to tick off that day. Going to a cafe and seeing like familiar faces or meeting my friends and like just having a bit of chat, a bit of banter, just like, that's my like, I need to get that over in the yeah. day, like in the, in the morning just to like, you know, just get happy mm-hmm. and then go and like get my shit done, run my errands, be a mum, all that stuff. Love it. Weird question. I've actually never asked anyone this before, but what do you reckon? You said it before about your phone. I reckon I could answer this when I think about it, but what do you reckon you do when you're at your, like, not at your best that you want to cut out? I have a really bad habit. I think a lot of people do this of like putting on a movie that I really want to watch and just absolutely not watching it, just sitting there on, on my phone. Mind. Like, yeah, do you, who the fuck's watched a movie lately? Like, I tried to watch the Beckham and Posh thing. That was and really I, good. I know, I, I but I can't not. I can't sit on the couch. So do you know and what just, happens in a really? Do you know why? I need to get engrossed in oh, it. I know like, because this is what I've done. Is you have to actually watch it on your laptop, closer <laughs> to you. No, seriously, is that right? because. Between yeah. you and the TV, there's too much, too much distance space. and you can pick your phone up and put yes. it there. Whereas if you're on your laptop, you sort of just like put it like quite close or you put it on your chest in bed. Or I think I better just start going to the movies to watch a movie. There's a really cool new movie out at the moment. What one? Darcy. The flower of a... How's the tangents, hey? Sorry, it's what we do. But... Yeah, anyway. It's a shit movie, so don't worry about it. Hey, but, um, yeah, because at the movies, you'd never pick up your phone. And no, you wouldn't. That's quite like, rude. No way. Yeah, it's quite rude. Um, okay, so is that it? Is that it? No, is that it? I'm saying that's is that it, it hey. for, like, your bad habits? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a good rap. Is that it? <laughs> Just so I've sharp. I've got so much more to go, but I'm, I, um, I'm saying is that it for your bad I'd habits? I'd love to think of some of my other really bad habits. I've got the up. worst habits. We should ask Chloe. She knows my bad habits because she's always like, stop doing that. Do you set goals? Oh. You're a goal setter? Are you, if you're not, something, do you put something out there that you want to achieve? Because I feel like you just you just do it. Yeah. I, I oh. Like even with the pod stuff, are you oh, looking yeah, okay, at like look. a live tour? Yeah, or are you looking yeah, at yeah. Like, okay. So that's what we are looking at. We want to do like, a live tour. Yeah. We, we want to do live Australia shows. Wild? Yeah. Australia Just Australia right. wild. Wild yes. wide. We're wild. We're wild. <laughs> Yeah, we want to do a podcast tour about like career, like work-wise, can't 
like can't think of anything other yeah, than that. I like and that. I don't even want to do that. Chloe wants me to do that, <laughs> and I'm scared. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a lot of you work and like, stressful. You know what's like cool is? Do you think that you're just quite like just loving what you're doing? Like, there's no yeah, like you're just in it. Yeah, you know? I I like I'm enjoying the, the ride, and I'm not trying to hustle and not trying to do more at all. I just love like chilling and whatever comes. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that, oh, that'd it's be fun. Yeah, let's it's, do that. It's a really good way Whereas to be. Chloe, my business partner, is hustling. Oh, we got to do this. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, fuck, I'd hate to be inside your brain. That looks so stressful. And then the pressure is like on like me also to help hustle that mm. for her and for us. But I would, we would never be where we are without her because she's like – the brains She's and the hustle goer. behind everything. Yeah. I'm just the chiller that just like wants to sit back and have a laugh. You need that in relationships, so don't you, friendships? A hundred percent. Like we wouldn't be, yeah, we wouldn't have the podcast without, we, we need both of us obviously. Mm. But um, no, nah, I definitely, I need a, Chump was the person that would think forward and be like, all right, next year the I'm going to retire, then we'll have babies and then we'll have a wedding and then we'll da-da-da-da. Whereas I'm like, oh, I don't want to think too far into the future. And then when he died, the future was like black. I was like, I'm so scared for tomorrow. Like I don't, I didn't want, like I didn't see a future. Mm. And now that I do see a future, I'm like, I think I'm just, maybe I'm just trying to without trying to, like subconsciously just like I want to stay present. I think you're doing it without like knowing. Yeah. I definitely don't have some t- too many crazy goals. I just, I think, that's I just good, want Minnie to be in itself, so though. happy yeah. in yeah. life. I want to give her the best life and that's my goal. I want to be a good mum. I want to give Great her the girl. most, the best experiences I can, and man, she seems just like she lives a life like you're traveling the world. You get to go and see, you know, Chloe and Fish wherever you guys go. Like, it's I feel fun. like she's having a bit of fun. She has so much fun. I, I, I don't want to live through her, but so, I wish I was her in a way. I'm yeah. like, fuck your life's sick. Everyone it's going to be pretty cool like when she's like 18 to look back at like what she's done. Like were you guys in Ibiza? Uh, like you were in Ibiza recently. Yeah, like yeah, she's she just partying there. there. She loves it there. Yeah. <laughs> Mini keeps she dragging loves it there. me back. Yeah, she's like, we I'm need it. Mom, we need to go one. back to Ibiza. She's two. Man. I'm Mini's That's... plus one and all that, on all that stuff. Like yeah. Fish would not have me over there if it wasn't for her. So he's like, I need Mini. I'm like, well, I, Mini needs me. So. Yeah. It seemed like they have a pretty incredible relationship, like just yeah, through socials. So I'm, cute. You know, obviously stalking that, but it seems pretty cool. Yeah, they're obsessed with each other. It's hilarious. She loves him. Bless. Yeah. And that's so nice. Like my brother as well. She loves my brother. And yeah, so Bro and Fish are massive parts of Minnie's life, which I, I never I, – I kind of expected that from my brother because, like, he's my bro. Like he would have been like that if Chump was here, you know, just like an uncle – um, but it's so it's just extra special now and just extra beautiful that she doesn't have chump but she's got them and she a hundred percent like she calls them both dad yeah. she like wow. accidentally I mean she kind of calls everyone dad and me too but like yeah it's just so beautiful to finish up um, you've been incredible I really appreciate your time and and my tangents you've been very patient I'm probably, I, I'm just, love I just get excited and I just sort of go around a bit but um top three pods you've done. Your favourite three episodes. I loved the Lindy Irons one that we did. Yep. And just if for someone who hasn't heard oh, about okay. that, like can you, you maybe a little synopsis? Okay, so darling Shan, Chloe and I spoke to Lindy Irons who's who was married to Andy Irons, who was a world class surfer, and then he passed away and she just like rocked my world. And she was so beautiful and quietly spoken and just so epic. Mm. I loved her. Um 
My friend Ellie Sedgwick, who's got a bit of a movement going called Comfortable in My Skin. She's amazing and she's just funny, so yeah. funny. What's the movement? Comfortable in My Skin. Oh, sorry, I mean, what is that oh, about? Oh, sorry. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's all about pussy. <laughs> she, pussy. Um, yeah, she drives a bus mm. around Australia with just like pussy and vulvas Drawn oh, okay, all, I get it. Comfortable yeah, in my like skin. Fantastic. Vaginas yes. drawn all over the bus. Mm-hmm. But she's I'm aware like of a, what they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I'm> aware, <laughs> you don't know. You wouldn't know what pussy have, is, would you? I've heard of them. I've, I've heard of them. Very. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so long. I didn't know I was going to start talking about my friend's pussy tour. But Neither. so she encourages people to be comfortable in her skin. Like, so she goes around Australia photographing pussy. She's making a coffee table book of it. She gets like, you know, eight-year-old women who want their pussy in in this book. Mm. And um, should I like stop calling no, it that? No, I she calls say, it that. be comfortable with your puss. Yeah, e. yeah, your platter puss. And yeah. then um, she is, oh, my God, what is she? We yeah, need so, to get but, her but, down okay, to but, the... but, hey, no, she's amazing. So she sets up like... Um, Workshops. Group, yeah. So yeah. she does heaps of workshops, but she also gets together groups of people that can go in a group chat and like confide in each other, people that have herpes or people that oh, have, yep. you know, like heaps of different things that people don't talk about. She groups them together and then they chat and then they do meetups and like she's like doing really cool That's shit really in cool. Australia. Yeah. That she's like going gangbusters at the moment. Do, I'm not even like joking, but like there could be a little vertical there of. She's hilarious. Penises. You have to get her on. No, but penises. On Oh, yeah, and so she wants to do a penis one too, eventually. Don't steal her idea, bro. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I'm saying we could collab. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, fuck it. No, I didn't mean it like No, okay. Okay, so. <laughs> so, no. You so, want to get, anyway, anyway, get in the book. No, I don't want to get in the book. I don't want to get in the book. Um, anyway, so that sounds like I'm going to definitely I listen to that. I could talk about her forever. She's going to be so excited. We could take, we'll talk about her later. <laughs> That's a good. I'm what sure. is going no, on? I'm I'm sure. go, I've gone all red. Yeah, I know. It's hot do we need some? Right. Yeah, we need to evacuate. We okay. Do. Are you going to make me choose a third? Because I just can't think. That, well, it's hard to back up after that one. What's the latest? What's, what's coming up? What's coming up? Okay. Oh, what's coming up? Okay. So I'm going to interview my friend Josh Wood. And I think he's going to be an amazing chat. Josh Woody, I think, I don't know, people might know him as. And he was in. A snowboarding accident and broke mm. his back when he was like 18 and then in Mansfield where Chump grew up yep. like around maybe it was Mount Buller or something and then he's got a kid and he's just got a really awesome story about like how he started walking again you know when all oh, the so doctors he's, he's, yeah, yeah so wow. he was a full like they were like you'll never walk again Jesus. you might not even be able to move your hands and stuff anyway he walks he has a walking stick but like he's amazing and he's such a good speaker so I'm really excited to have that chat with him Fantastic. I'll be tuning into that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Hey, thank you. Thank I you, too. I bloody awesome. love you. I'm really um, fond of you as well. So I appreciate you coming in. appreciate your openness, your honesty. Love you. Love what you're about. And um, honoured to call you a friend. Is that okay? I'm honoured to call you a friend and I can't wait to meet Max and Jazz. I'm going to bring him uh, yes. to Moz. To Moz? To the event. Epic. Yeah. Yeah, movement for change. It'd be fun. Um, let's go get some dinner. Yum, I'm starving. Let's yeah, go. I like food. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest, or advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at producey.com. 
Thanks for tuning in, IlyXX. KO's got you covered this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. Wow, in the AFL this week, there are some huge games. Collingwood versus Adelaide, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. Giants versus Bulldogs. Oh, I remember that game. I think it was 2016 at Giants Stadium to get the Bulldogs into the grand final. I will never forget that one. Live with no ad breaks free during play, exclusive in Victoria. And Essendon versus North Melbourne. Geez, that's the old Ben McKay Cup. Exclusive to Fox Footy, available on KO. Don't forget those NBA playoffs. They are dominating at the moment. It is just getting bigger and better than ever. Watch every game of both Eastern and Western Conferences finals live with ESPN on KO. There's plenty of room for everyone, no matter what you want to watch. So get on board with KO, now also available on Hubble.